Welcome to the podcast. My name's Skip Clark, Skip Happens podcast host, along with Skip Happens podcast co-host, Deb Lamphere, president and founder of the official country music fan club. This is the podcast that will bring you the stories. We will interview the incredible up-and-coming artists out of Music City. Also, we chat with the big stars, and we talk about their journey to stardom. We also love talking to entrepreneurs. Not only that, it's people like you and I. That's all. And just remember, Skip happens. So get over it. Let's get right to the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I love that intro. There's something about that. Something about that. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Uh, y'all, welcome to the Skip Happens podcast. And here we are. Pop-up podcast. Yeah, it's a pop-up podcast. We call it a pop-up podcast because it wasn't really planned until like last minute. So we call these things pop-up podcasts, although there's some that aren't, and those are, you know, they're usually scheduled. And we try to do a podcast, what, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights during the week. And uh, tonight, tonight you're going to love this. Her name is, uh, well, we know her as Tessa Victoria, and um, very excited to have her on here tonight. She is actually from the Endicott area, Binghamton area, Southern Tier, and uh, she has made Nashville her home, and she now goes by Tezza, and I love that. that mm-hmm. It's got that flow. It's Tezza, and uh, Tezza, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be doing this with you. Oh, my God. When when you said you would do it, I was like over the top. I go, we've got to catch up. We haven't seen each other in a long time. It's, you so- know, yeah. yeah. How often do you get back home? You know what? Not as much as I would like to, um, though COVID and this whole pandemic has actually made that quite a bit easier um, to come home. Usually I only come home. So my birthday is actually Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so usually the only time I come home, you know, during the year is Christmas and my birthday. And so we kind of make it a two for one. And, you know, it's kind of hard when you don't see your family for, you know, 11 months out of the year. But I've been able to come home a little bit more with, you know, the shutdown and Nashville's been a little crazy. So there's been some, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Did you um, have to quarantine and all that? Do you have to because you're you're flying in from Tennessee? and? Mm-hmm. Well, I actually drove. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's doable. It's not pleasant, but it's doable. Uh, it's about a 14 hour drive, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um and I've done it before, but this time I did nonstop because, you know, with everything going on. So it's doable. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a, quite a drive. So. Do you have anybody in between that you can stop and visit? You know, I thought about it, but, you know, in my head, I was like, I just want to get it done. Like, if I'm going to start driving, let's just keep driving until I get there. Mm-hmm. So it really wasn't that bad. That's the way a guy thinks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm a dude. <laughs> no, and I get it. Well, my wife would stop every at almost every other rest area or yeah. whatever to take a break mm-hmm. I, when I when we go away on vacay and if I have a 12-hour drive ahead of me I'm going and I'm not mm-hmm. stopping you know I'm you, you're gonna have to hold it you're gonna have to do whatever you need to do but I'm just saying <laughs> I don't want to be a that's what you think <laughs> I love it uh Tessa t- describe uh, well we know you're in Nashville but describe your surroundings where are you is this your place or what's going on I'm actually, no, I'm actually not in Nashville. I'm actually in New York right now. I'm in upstate New York. Whoa. I'm with my family. I actually head back next week. Um, I ended up uh, prolonging my trip a little bit because of everything that was going on. Everything that I'm doing, like tonight, is all virtual. It's all on my computer or on my phone mm-hmm. or, you know, it's what it's all been like that. So I've been able to do pretty much everything 
from wherever yeah. at this point. So I extended my trip and I'm actually talking to you from what, an hour away? <laughs> no. Yeah. Wow. You could have jumped in the car if I had known. Yeah. I know, it's a dumb lunch or something. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. And I could I could have said hello to your mom. After all, I did that last night when we were <laughs> in this up for a minute by mistake. Yeah, whether you knew it or not. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Ah, she could have come to the pod zone too. Yeah, you could have you could have made I the if I had you right here in my pod zone. Next oh, time no. I'm gonna have to do that. I have a beautiful <laughs> studio and I'm proud yeah. of that. So uh, mm -hmm. but uh, let's talk about you a little bit. You you made the move a while ago to Nashville. How long ago was that? I have been in Nashville for about five years now. Oh, wow. Five years. Yeah, it flies by, but I love it. I mean, if you love music and I'm, you know, I know you do. I know that you come down for CRS and if you love music. There's just nowhere like Nashville. It is literally everywhere. Did we, did we get together at a CRS? Did we um, go to a yeah, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't last year. I think I wasn't there for it last year, but I think it was the year before. Yeah, I, I loved running into you. I was like, this was so, yeah. it was so much fun. And it was, I think it was Mick Fury. Yeah. And you, and yep. I forgot where we went, but we were, we went to see somebody play or we hung out, had a couple of cold ones and stuff. So. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It was good time. So <laughs> tell me, how's it going for you in Nashville? You've got your music. Explain all that to us. Yeah. Well, in a little bit. Where are you in your so life? I, yeah. So I love Nashville. I um I actually have been do doing music for as long as I can possibly remember, but um this year, well I guess this year I guess just before 2020 hit, but I went into the studio and I had four songs that I said, you know, I'm finally ready to put these songs together, record them the way I want to record them. You know, it was it was a lot of using my friends and people that I had known and I trusted, and so we went into the studio. We did four songs. And I was like, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's start releasing music. I had never, I had never released music before that. So these two songs that I have out right now are the first two songs I've ever released. Wow. Um, and the reaction has just been incredible. The first one we put out, I guess about a year ago now, and we hit 500,000 streams and wow. a bunch of Spotify playlists. And then I just released my current single, Mercury Rising. We mm -hmm. uh, released that, gosh, almost five weeks ago. Six weeks ago. Yeah, I saw it. What I, you sent me. Oh, no. Wait a minute. What's your release in January? You sent me. Was that the. That was the other one. Yes. That was, that was the, the first one. Right. Yeah, it was around the truth. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that one was amazing. And I was really excited about it. And again, I just was really excited to have music that I felt like was me. It took me a really long time to find who I wasn't. Not who I was as an artist, but what I wanted to put out. What did I want the world to see and know as Tezza, the artist? And once I got these songs and recorded them, I feel like I finally found it. So I was just excited to be releasing music. And so if they did great, I was going to be really happy. But um, the first one was amazing. I just put out the second song, Mercury Rising, about five weeks ago. Mm -hmm. We're currently at 740,000 streams. Yes, mm -hmm. we were talking about that before we turned the mics on. Deb and I is like, did you see these numbers? Oh, my mm -hmm. gosh. So, yeah, I you know, I've been on a bunch of playlist before mm -hmm. um, but my goal for this song and i think it's everyone's goal is to get onto hot country on spotify it is yes the biggest country mm -hmm. playlist there is like, there is no higher than that and so that was my goal i really really wanted to get my song onto that playlist and this past friday i got mm -hmm. a notification that my song had been put on and actually it was number 10 sweet yeah oh. so it's just been like unreal i mean i grew up always wanting to be a part of that and so it's been surreal that 
I have a chance to do that. And it's been going up, you know, I've been watching my phone and it goes up almost a hundred thousand streams a day. Wow. So this is amazing being an independent artist. Are mm -hmm. you doing anything special to market yourself? You know, because, what? Yeah. I mean, obviously you must know 740,000 people somewhere along the line. <laughs> I wish I knew that many people. It's been kind of surreal. I mean, I put it out and I, Again, I, I hoped it was going to do well, and I really believed in it. And I think that's made the biggest difference for me, is putting out music that I was 110% behind. I mean, I didn't, I don't question it. I know that's what I wanted. I wanted it to sound a certain way, and I wanted the songs to be a certain thing. And I just think, I really think that that has a lot to do with it. Um, and like I said, it's just been overwhelming, and the response has been amazing. And I've had, now that I'm on Hot Country, I actually get people from all over that I do know or I don't know that will reach out and say, hey, you know, I was at work. Someone texted me the other day and said, hey, I'm, I'm working at a t-shirt shop and your song just came on after Granger Smith. And I was like, oh, nice. Damn. All right. So, yeah. yeah. So being an independent artist has been, you know, it is. It's a full-time job. And, mm -hmm. you know, ideally, eventually everyone, you know, likes to build a team. But in the beginning, you kind of do have to do everything yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to find people along the way that have been, you know, willing to help me. Um, but a lot of it is just being persistent and being hardworking and just every single day doing as much as you possibly can to get your song out there. Because that's half of the battle. It's just getting it in front of people. That's amazing. That's amazing. And to have those numbers and now to be on that hot country. <laughs> amazing. I mean, what more can you say? That's a I think when I looked at that hot country list, I think Luke Combs was just somewhere. Does he have a new song out? Yeah, I think? he's number one on hot country right now. He just released a new yeah. song and okay, an amazing. Song. And you're number ten. Number ten. Wait a minute, not a bad problem to have. <laughs> yes. ten and Luke Combs is number one. I think oh that's real. That's amazing. Congratulations. Definitely. Yes, absolutely. Congratulations. And I'm so proud of you because, you know, you're from our neck of the woods, which is cool. And we've I had am. Let's put upstate New York on the map. You, you, know, you talk about upstate New York. You talk about Nashville. There's yeah. a bunch of artists like you from this area that actually said, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to go to Nashville. You guys kind of hang together. I know there's Mick Fury and there may be a couple of others. Yeah. I think Blaine is Blaine Holcomb there. I'm not, I'm not really sure, but uh, I know there's a bunch of guys and, you know, a bunch of artists that got up and moved to Nashville. All Cassidy. Yep. Cassidy. Cassidy. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Do you, do you guys still get together and hang as a group or do you? Do yeah, that. you know what? It hasn't obviously with this year being what it's been. <laughs> it's been a little, a little more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, absolutely. I run into them all the time. You know, I used to. It was funny because when I first moved to Nashville, I didn't realize. Like, I actually met a whole bunch of upstate New Yorkers by going to this party that I didn't know was an upstate New York party. It was like this little cookout in a backyard. I don't know. It was at Mix House. It was Mix House. Okay. But okay. I didn't realize, but when I got there, I would say. 90% of the people were from upstate New York. Whoa, where were we? We weren't there. We missed yeah, that one. So I know. Know. It wasn't a real party without two, the two of you there. That's right. <laughs> we'll tell Nick next time. Always good to invite the radio guy, if you know what I mean. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Great time to begin with. Bring Dad with me. We're good to go. <laughs> double, double. 
No, Double trouble. trouble. Double trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, tell us about your songwriting and all that. How do you get your thoughts and uh, how do you piece all that together, your creativity? Tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, you know, it comes in a lot of different ways. But I think for me, I draw a lot on just my life and my experience and, you know, things that I go throughout the day. And a lot of the times, sometimes it'll start with just sitting it down with the guitar and getting this cool little riff and being like, wow, I really love that. I'm going to write something to that. But a lot of the times with me, I've always been a sucker for a story song. I think that's why I fell in love with country music to begin with is just, mm -hmm. I love the songwriting and I love the stories. And so that's always been a really important part of songwriting to me. Mm -hmm. um, and so a lot of that, I do draw on real life experiences. I mean, I've written songs about People, people, that, people don't know this, but like I remember working, I used to work a job when I first moved to Nashville and a guy came in, it was a front desk job. And I remember a guy coming in and he, I don't know what it was. He had just come back from a trip and he had told me, um, he actually went to an, an older man, but he went to Burning Man, the oh. festival. Okay. And for some reason, I don't know why, it's just not what you picture when you picture going to Burning Man, it was just not this man. You know, I'm picturing like young 20 year olds partying, whatever. But he came in one time and he just, he came back and he said, you know, people, people think that when you're older, people don't change. He said, but I just went to this festival and I am a changed man. He's like, I, I've never experienced anything like it. And I, that stuck with me for some reason. I don't know what it was, but I remember coming the next day I had a co-write mm -hmm. and we walked in. A lot of times in Nashville, a lot, you write with other people quite a bit, which I didn't realize either. But a lot of the times it'll be two or three people in a room and you have to bounce ideas back and forth. And sometimes you're strangers, so it's not necessarily like your best friend. And I remember walking in and just saying, you know, I had this experience yesterday and just something about what he said to me stuck with me. And I, we actually wrote a whole song really? about oh. this man and his experience. And he has no idea. <laughs> so he will. <laughs> he will one day when he hears that song. Yeah. But it's funny because with songwriting, you know, that man for example has no idea that there is an entire song written about his life and so i think i think a lot of songs come from that whether it's you know someone's mm -hmm. whole life story or just something they said in passing you know like mm -hmm. sometimes you'll be mid-conversation and you might have may, you might say something and to you it's nothing you're just having a conversation but it kind of sticks in your head and i'll write it down and you know again if i'm in a co-write and they say what do you want to write about I might say, well, Skip ha Skip said this one thing when we were having this podcast interview, and it's just really stuck with me. So <laughs> you never know. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so now I'm going to start all the artists that we've interviewed. Now I'm going to have to really carefully listen to the songs. Because there might be one in there about yeah. something that we said. <laughs> you want to copyright that. You want a little portion of that. I'll be like, hey. <laughs> you know what? I'd be honest with you. I, would, I, I wouldn't want to cut. It's about the mm -hmm. artist and you guys mm -hmm. and almost all the artists that we've talked to are new and up and coming artists. And if it works out for you, take it and go with it mm -hmm. because you guys want to live your dreams. And you, you know, I'm, I'm over that. I yeah. am, you know, at this point in my life, it's, it's about you guys. I love doing what I'm doing, but it's people like you, Tezza, that need to be seen, that need to be heard. You want to live your dream. And I know your dream is being on that big stage. Your dream is is being an opener somewhere and, you know, kicking ass and having, a, you know, just fans and, and all that. That's what you love and that's what you do. And you've, you've got the whole package. So. Aww, well, thank you. That is so sweet. All right, let's see if there's anything else I need to say. I'll just check. <laughs> <laughs> 
check that <laughs> off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I said that. That's done. Okay. Another compliment. Add at least one or two more. You know, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I mean, I'm serious about what I'm saying. I was kidding about the paper. I know. And you know what? You've always, you've always been like that. I mean, I, we, I've known you, gosh, how many years now? And you've always been such a, a big supporter of mm -hmm. up and coming artists, not just the ones at the top already. And I think exactly. especially coming from someone that's in that position, I mean, we can't thank people like both of you enough. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're the ones that give us that platform when, you know, it's, it's a struggle sometimes mm -hmm. to get there, especially when you're, you're here and you're not quite there yet. I mean, right. it's, it is, it's, I mean, like I said, it's all about just getting yourself out there and getting mm -hmm. your music heard. And it takes people like you to give us those kind of opportunities. So I really appreciate it. And wow. I know I'm speaking for all of us. And I think that. Well, thank you so, for that. Go ahead. One of the things that we do, which we couldn't continue this year, and this is great for you because you're in upstate New York. So hopefully next year we'll yeah. be able to have you back in this area and we have showcases. So we introduce you to new fans. We introduce fans to new music and new artists, and it becomes a win-win for everyone. And eventually you are going to be one of those ones that are up there and you know, people got to know you and watch you climb, which is great. They watch your story of success and they feel like they're a true part of your life too. Yeah. They support you from day one. Well, that's so. amazing. I would love to be a part of that. So I know when things clear up, I would yeah. love, love that. That would be great. You're on the list. Yes. You're on the list and you're close by <laughs> rather quickly. Yeah. Um, like, Hey, we need you here tomorrow night. <laughs> Allegiant, Allegiant Airlines. Well, the nice thing is with, with yeah. being from upstate New York, I've, you know, before I moved, I actually played around here quite a bit. So yes. I've been able to keep those ties. So, you know, mm. if 2020 wasn't what 2020 was, I would have actually been back and I had several shows lined up opening for bigger artists that were here in New York. Oh. So that's kind of been my goal, you know, I guess with next year now that things are postponed. So it's actually been really nice because not only do I get to come home and see my friends and family, but I get to play these shows, which makes it even more special. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so and there's nothing like coming and playing in your home state. There's just nothing, there's mm -hmm. nothing like it. You know, um, we've been talking about all the good and how excited you are about the songs coming out and what you've done and for being so young and already accomplished everything that you've accomplished, there's got to be some frustration though, trying to do certain things. What, as an independent artist, what, what is it that you feel is the most frustrating? There are definitely more than not days that you are extremely frustrated because being, you know, an independent artist does mean that you do every, not everything, but all of these different things, you have to be that person. You know, a lot of times when you have, a record deal or you like I were what we were saying like Carrie Underwood or someone like that you know you have a team that goes and says okay we're gonna focus on your social media and then right. another team's gonna focus on your music videos and another team and so being an independent artist you really have to do all of that yourself and it's really hard when there's only one of you and mm -hmm. only 20 days in a week to mm -hmm. prioritize that time because there's just so much that goes into each facet that you don't realize I mean the one area that I wasn't super familiar with before I put this music out was actually streaming and releasing music. I just had never done it. And, you know, I had been familiar with performing. I felt really comfortable. I feel like I could do whatever you needed me to do. But I was actually very intimidated by releasing music because I've seen what goes into it. And I, you know, it's a lot. And, <laughs> and so it just, I think like, you know, it's, it's hard when there's one of you and 
you put so much time, for example, I put a lot of time into Spotify and streaming and I just wanted to learn as much as I could. And I think that's the biggest thing I took away was it's frustrating, but the best way to learn is to buy is to do it and to learn as much as you possibly can. I watched so many like YouTube videos and interviews mm-hmm. and, and I looked at other people that had done it and saw what they did. So the best way to do it, you know, is really to learn from someone else that's already done it or is great at what they do. You know, I watched Spotify, you know, interviews with people sure. from this team that did strategy or A&R. And so I learned a lot. I'm still learning. <laughs> and there's days that I'm like, oh my God. Well, how, how cool was it after you've gone through that process of learning, you get your music onto Spotify. Now I'll say I'm not an Apple music person, so I don't know how their streaming works. Mm-hmm. Spotify happens to be my number one. But when you look at that Spotify list and say, oh, I've got one. Oh, I've got five. Oh, I got 10. Oh my God, I have a hundred. And then you hit a thousand and then you hit that next level and the next level. I, I mean, the, the level of um, accomplishment you must feel from within has got to be through the roof because you did that yourself. Yeah, it has just been, it's been, it's been a lot of hard work. I mean, it won't, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go around and say, oh, it was easy because no. <laughs> it wasn't easy. No, absolutely not. But now that I'm there, you know, the, all of the hard work that I did put into it while you're doing, it feels like it's never going to pay off. It, it does. Mm-hmm. And as an independent, right. artist, I think anyone will mm-hmm. tell you that, but it takes little things or for me. I mean, the hot country thing to me is a big thing, but it made it all feel worth it. You know, when you get that, at least something, if you can set a goal for yourself, that's, you know, I say reach for the stars, but also something realistic. But I feel like if you can set goals that you have the chance of making, that's how it makes it seem a little more achievable, you know? And so to get the hot country, that literally was a dream come true. I, you know, Mm. since I started doing music, I've always wanted to be on that list. So it has just been absolutely surreal. And to see, like you said, see those numbers go up so quickly and have, People reaching out saying that they're hearing my song it's just it makes all of the frustration worth it it really does gotta be awesome gotta be well awesome. that's great great advice for new for artists other independent artists because sometimes they do set a goal that is just a little bit too far fetched to reach too soon when mm-hmm. you have these smaller attainable yep. levels and then you feel that sense of accomplishment you have the confidence to go up to the next level right yeah so to me that's a uh, quicker climb I guess. Yeah, and it, it just feels like, and I think with anything, not just being a musician, but anytime you're, you know, you work for yourself or you're, you know, entrepreneur, like you said, I say mm-hmm. reach for the stars. So always have that goal. Always say, you know, I dream of being on the CMT stage and getting that award for entertainer of the year. Mm-hmm. Have that goal. But it's also important to have the goals, like you said, that are in between. Yeah, in between mm-hmm. so that you can take a breath after the frustration, right. after the months of <laughs> frustration. Mm-hmm. And just take a minute to say, wow, I set that goal. I worked really hard and I, and I did it. You know, it just mm-hmm. makes everything else that you've, every other goal that you've set just seem that much more attainable. Skip that word entrepreneur. <laughs> we were just talking about that before. We went on. I can never say correctly. <laughs> we went on and I think it was before you popped on tonight, we were mm-hmm. talking about something and I was trying to say the word and Deb had no idea what I was trying to say. <laughs> She's like, are you speaking English? Or? I'm like, are you, are you trying to say entrepreneur? He's like, yes, that's it. But here's a funny thought. We have never really looked at a musical artist as an entrepreneur. And they truly are. Just like 
we, we own our own business, several businesses. So that's kind of how we got off on this little topic, Skip and I. I'm like, of course I know that word. I'm one of those people. <laughs> but we have well, never really addressed it that way. Yeah. You are truly yeah. an entrepreneur. 110%. And I think as I've dove, as I've gotten into all of this, I think more and more, it's exactly what we are. We're, mm -hmm. you know, we're our own business. And you have... It's, it's great to be, you know, to have a dream and to look at it that way. But you also, for me at least, I like to be, you know, strategic about it. And I think mm -hmm. when you look at it that way, it also makes it easier to digest and easier to accomplish. You know, like you said, you have to be, you know, I'm an artist, but I know that I'm also a brand and you have to be mm -hmm. inclusive with that brand. And, Absolutely. you know, what you say needs to match your songs and what you're, you know, what you believe in also has to match all of that. And I think, you know, I think that's what, makes artists that stand out and have careers that just go on and on and on. I always get asked, you know, who are your favorite artists or who you look up to? And I have a hard time answering that. But a lot of the times when I look at the people that I choose, I choose artists that are, you know, very much a brand and a thing. You know, you look at mm -hmm. Frank Sinatra or you look at Rihanna or mm -hmm. you look at ACDC who I love, but yeah. there's just so much a package and it's music, but there's just so much more to it. You know, you know, as somebody that um, talks to a lot of artists and I do a lot of interviews, I will not ask the question, you know, who are your favorite artists or who do you look up to or stuff? I, I don't think that's right. I, I, it's not about who you're looking up to or who you want to be like. It's about you. It's mm -hmm. about who you want to be like yourself, what you want, what you see, what you vision yourself being. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. not like, oh, I want to be like uh, Carrie Underwood, or I want to be like Rihanna, or I want to, you know, that's 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 not what it's about. It's about you and that vision that you have yeah. of who you want to be. And that's yeah. why I, I refrain from always asking that. I don't think I've asked mm -hmm. anybody that we've uh, talked to. So, Yeah, it's always a tough, I do get asked that question quite a bit, and I always have a tough time answering. Cause like you said, I don't, as weird as that sounds, I don't, I don't strive to be just like someone. But I, but I definitely see artists that I look at and I admire and I, there's things that I take out of their career that I said, mm -hmm. I mean, I would love if I could build a career like Beyonce where not only her music, but you just say Beyonce and you're like, it's Beyonce, you right. know, so there's just little things from each artist. I think that, but that's life too. You know, you pick things, mm -hmm. you know, what I want is this and. You might want a career like Beyonce. Right. But you may not want to be like Beyonce. Right. So there's a difference there. Yep. You know, Tezza, this is you. This is you. Mm -hmm. You may want to have a career that's as big as Beyonce, but you don't want to be like Beyonce. Right. Like Tezza. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love that. I love that. So I've got to ask you, and I know this is one question that everybody asks, mm -hmm. um, this whole pandemic thing right now, uh, how long have you been home for? A couple of weeks now. Okay. I had planned coming for just a week or two. I think it was two weeks. So we had planned a family vacation actually before all this hit. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so my sister actually just had a baby. Well, not just she's a year old now, but yeah, like I don't get to come home. So we planned right. this whole vacation. It was going to be her base first vacation. We we're going to go to the beach, but then, you know, this mm -hmm. <laughs> pandemic happened. And so we, you know, decided that probably wasn't the best thing to go and do. So we decided that everyone had already taken off of work. So mm -hmm. let's just all get together and spend some time together. And, um, yeah, so it was supposed to be like a two-week thing, and I, once getting home, you know, Nashville, Nashville's a city, and so mm -hmm. the thing is there's just a lot more people, 
Mm-hmm. So it's not that they're not careful necessarily. It's just that there's just so many more people that mm-hmm. it is more prevalent. I mean, you go to the store and you assume that probably at least a person there probably has it, whether they know or not. You right. know, the COVID so, calls are all over the place. Yeah. Oh, that's what they say at work. We have I have a woman that I work with, and she calls it the COVID balls. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Go to her. Yeah. <laughs> no matter where you go, there's COVID balls. Yeah, so gonna get it. You know, it's like, okay, whatever, whatever. You know, but uh, talking about the pandemic, real quick. Now, this is the good side of it. You're able to spend time with your family, much needed time. Mm-hmm. What it sounds like, and that that's awesome to get to see your nephew or the, I don't know, boy, girl. I don't know, little girl. Little, so you get to see your niece, and you get to you know just kind of have that uh, make that connection, but. Overall, though, how has the pandemic, uh, the quarantine, has it benefited you? Has it hurt you? Um, were you able to work on things while you're in Nashville because of the quarantine, or what about all? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a very crazy year, and it it definitely, I would say, there's pros and cons because one, it definitely shifted all of my release plans. Mm-hmm. Um, I had put the first song out, and I kind of had a plan, a schedule of what I was going to do, and the timing, and once the pandemic hit, I mean, it was just a free for all. So he definitely changed a lot of, especially my release plan. And also, you know, live music took a huge, huge hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, this summer was going to be a great summer. I had, you know, multiple shows set up a lot. Were, a few of them were actually going to be here in New York again, opening, Right. Just, you know, live music is just sure. not a thing right now. Right. So there's definitely been that aspect of it that was tough and took some readjusting. But on the other t- other side, it, has, it gave me a lot of time to focus on things that I didn't have the time to focus on before, which was, you know, a plan for the music. I actually had my second song. So during the pandemic, well, it's towards the end, um, but I actually filmed a music video. Nice. So I got all of that together, which is actually going to come out in two weeks. Wow. You so, get- so how did you do that? Were you in Nashville or at, mm-hmm. in New York? Yeah, so I was in Nashville and I realized that it was going to be a different type of music video because what I was working with was a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went to a guy that had done my first video and, you know, I just said, here's what I envision. I really had this picture of these weird, spacey themed things and lights and just this whole vibe. And so I said, it was just me and him. So I said, you know, here's kind of what I'm thinking. So what I ended up having to do was, make my own outfits <laughs> so, so wow. that was interesting um amazon is my best friend now <laughs> of course yeah so i actually so you, the video is going to be out in about two weeks but i did i actually ordered space suits and customized mm. my own space suits <laughs> i love this yeah, i know if you if i talk to you mid quarantine like what are you doing Tessa? like oh i'm just bedazzling some space suits what about you mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, but it was interesting. I mean, it was definitely it was definitely a turn of events, and I got something really cool that I probably wouldn't have gotten, you know, on normal, you know, day mm-hmm. or schedule. And I'm really happy with how it came out. And it was a little more almost personal because I did get to make all my own outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I still had someone filming, and so it's still professionally filmed. But it was fun to actually sit down and get my hands on it. And there's rhinestones everywhere. Everywhere, a lot of lime green, a lot of uh, spacesuits, a lot of rhinestones. Well, we can't yeah. wait to see that. <laughs> and Deb will have to put the link on her country music fan club yes. site too. I mean, absolutely. Got, oh my god, that would be great. That uh, you know, from Central New York, that know you, mm-hmm. and you know, just 
kind of gives you a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. It's so much fun to come home and, you know, all of my local radio and news are so supportive. So I come home and, you know, they're always really receptive and, you know, they're always the ones that play my song first and same with the music video. I can't wait to share it with you guys. I'll make sure to send you, I'll give you a little sneak peek actually. Cause you know, uh, well, that's entirely up to you, but uh, you know, I'll take it. You can speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love sneak peeks. I, I, I mean, not that I like to, to ruin any kind of surprise because I always like to be surprised, but mm -hmm. if I could get a you know a little peek, then it's that the trailer. Yeah, the trailer. You can make that work. You know, this is, so. So, this is so great. Tonight we're talking with, uh, well, she goes by Tezza now, and uh, but you know her as Tessa Victoria, and she's been playing around Central New York uh, for a long time, five years ago. She, uh, well, said, I'm out of here. I'm going to Nashville. And uh, this is where I'm going to be. I'm going to set up home in Nashville. I'm going to be, I'm going to work on my music, and uh, hopefully I'll, I'll get that uh, nod and be able to mm -hmm. go to the next level. And, uh, it. Should I get the phone? I don't know who's calling now. Usually people don't call me during this time because they know. You're a popular lady. I mean, I I guess. someone else will get the phone. You know what you're doing? Are you talking oh, my God. If the machine comes on, though, that could be a problem. I might have to scooch. Ah, well, I to go it. No. Did he get it? I See, guess we got it. The whole thing about a podcast, sometimes the dogs go running through the studio. <laughs> phone rings. I get yeah. yelled at my wife. Um just I didn't do something. I don't know. Stuff happens. No, skip, skip happens. Skip happens. <laughs> yeah. So get over it. That's all I got to say. But uh, you know, we're, we're, I'm just so happy that you took the time out to join us here tonight mm -hmm. uh, and talk about you and your music. And um, I guess our viewers and listeners can go to Spotify. They can get your music right there. Add it to a list. Let's take those numbers up even a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I know that is so exciting. I just, you. you know, you've got something good going in your YouTube page. I what? It, how many um, subscribers did I say? Seven hundred and something, or yeah, how, yeah, seven fifty-six or something. I know. So, <laughs> how did you do that? I mean, I don't know. I just put stuff out and hope people like it. It's yeah. of, well, <laughs> it shows it to being successful, and I'm really surprised that other people haven't seen a lot of those numbers and said, "Hey, we want to talk to you." Girl. No. You know what I mean? No, it's all it takes is one and you just keep pushing. And I'm just I'm really excited to be putting out the music that I'm putting out. And you know, I fully believe in it. And I think, like I said, I think that makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, more hard work. Let's go. You got such a positive attitude, and I love it. Mm -hmm. that's, that's you know, people your age doing what you're doing, that's the attitude they gotta have. You're gonna have mm -hmm. seven and you're gonna have a lot of great things going on too. So. Yeah. yeah. It kind of evens itself out. It's part of life. Yep. You know, it doesn't matter. It happens to me in radio, and I'm sure with Deb and her 18 million businesses, it happens with her too. So, um, slam. Um, <laughs> no, it's all good. But, uh, we just, I want to say thanks for just taking the time mm -hmm. out and coming out with me here tonight. It's great, great to see you. Um, I'd love to, you know, when next time we can mm -hmm. maybe together do a little bit of a show as Deb talked about you know, get you in front of some people. You got a ton of fans around here yeah. and uh, just, we put you up there with some other artists and we would definitely have a good time with that. Uh, we're putting together some shows. We're just waiting for the, you know, the green light. So. I know. I know. We all are. Let's go. Please. Yes. 21. Exactly. Exactly. 
Well, I would love that. And thank you so much for having me. Like I said, it's been forever since I've seen you and I always keep up with everything you're doing. And I love your podcast. And I'm just so glad that you reached out and you let me be a part of it. Yeah. And it was a last minute. It's called what we call a pop-up podcast. You know, and uh, make sure that uh, anybody that's watching this, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Skip Happens. Also, Deb, your your Facebook is what? Uh, Facebook at the official CMFC. So if you get a chance, like our page, we'll like your page back. Um, and then this way, when your releases come out, we can tag you and get them all out to all our followers and we'll cross-reference there. So that's a, that's big. That's a lot of new fans coming your way. Yeah, I'll make sure to subscribe to all of it. I love both of you, and I'm whatever you do, I'm watching and I'm following. I love it, Tessa. Uh, I, I was just going to say Tessa, but Tessa, I got to get because you're rebranded. Can we just ask why did you rebrand? You know, I so I had originally been going by my first name and my middle name. Mm -hmm. And I always just loved, I actually liked my first name and I would have loved to just go by that. And it just, you know, Tessa Victoria is my name. It just felt, I don't know, it's hard to say your middle name. It doesn't feel like right. And so I wanted to go by Tessa, but Tessa is a lot harder because there's a lot of people that have the name Tessa. Um, so I was able to rebrand, just change it a tiny bit, Tessa, and we're good to go. I like, I like it. it. I think it's a good choice. You did well. Did well, uh, Tessa. Everybody, um, here again. If I just back up a little bit, Tessa Victoria is who we're talking to tonight. You may know her by that, but she's going under Tessa now. Um, make sure you check it out, get her music, Spotify, Facebook, where you know, social media. I'm sure you're all over Instagram and all that stuff. So, yeah, my handle is just at the dot Tessa on pretty much everything. <laughs> you just Google Tessa, Tessa, Mercury Rising. You'll find me. Yeah, great song, by the way. Get it. I'm just Thank saying, you. get it. All right. Thank you. Uh, everybody, thanks for joining us and Skip Happens here tonight. The Skip Happens podcast. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night.